Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink, we play games, we have the song of the week, we have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! All right, in this episode of CarCast, I'm on the road for eh, lion's share of it. It's an interesting story. Tommy Kendall comes in here, along with Justin Bell. And uh, we'll talk about some of the cool stuff we saw at Pebble Beach. And uh, we'll talk about uh, Tom Cruise's car, Risky Business Mobile, and what that went for. First, I'll tell you about Trico. Over a century ago, Trico was the first to make wiper blades. That's right innovation man and they've been a step ahead of mother nature ever since trico engineers they study specific driving conditions so uh you're ready for anything i don't care if it's raining actual cats and dogs trico is ready for you whatever the weather trico wipers maintain maximum windshield contact no matter what your driving habits You'll always find the right wiper blade for your vehicle, and that is why everyone here uses Trico, and the people who know their way around cars, and that's us, swear by Trico. Trico, the future of wipers, since 1917, that's right, going back over 100 years. To find a store near you and see the latest offers, visit TricoCatsAndDogs.com. That is TricoCatsAndDogs.com. Hello, welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. Uh, we got Adam calling in. We're going to do things a little differently today. Adam's going to be <laughs> calling in uh, CarCast, and then uh, we got some, uh, some guests we're going to be bringing in as well. So hopefully uh, you got a good connection. Hopefully you're solid. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Good answer. Has, has he done this before? Yeah. Uh, call in. It's not a lot of calling into the show. I don't know that we've done this uh, many times with the call-in portion of it. But uh, we're going to have a, a great show. We're going to have Tommy Kendall and Justin Bell coming in from the Torque Show. And, uh, you know, guests have been on our show multiple times in the past. So we'll get into a little bit of that stuff as well. But, uh, uh, Adam, what's, what's, what's going on? <laughs> what's the plan well <laughs> yeah and i i apologize and uh not so much to you matt but to justin bell and tommy kendall right uh, Got it. hopefully i'm there in time to shake their hand 
Well, yeah, I do. I do feel, over. Adam. It's a beautiful thing. I do feel like it was. We're on a date, but like you're not actually here on the date. But you sent me a text. That's right. He showed up with a FaceTime. Yeah. The waiter FaceTime. standing there with Adam exactly. on a FaceTime. Going, it's, here's your date. It's almost as good, um, but not quite. Yeah, right. it's funny. This is uh, this is this is the COVID version, I guess, yeah. of, of the show. Um, well, we're going to get into stuff as we wait for for Tommy, but uh, I just wanted to run something by you, Adam. Just a, a thought on this was the Barrett Jackson auction, their first event ever in Texas, uh, just happened this past week. Um, a great event. I, I forgot the numbers, but they pulled in like thirty seven, thirty six million dollars. It was like a it was a great launch event for Texas. But the standout car, the big money car, was. The Porsche 928 from the movie Risky Business that Tom Cruise drove. So they got almost $2 million for what? Like an $8,000 shitty car, basically. But this caught my attention because, first of all, everyone was blown away by that number. But I don't know if this helps Porsches and 928s or does this really help like Tom Cruise memorabilia? I think it helps the guy that sold it. (laughs) Yeah, it helps the seller for sure. Helps uh, Craig Jackson for sure. But uh, Adam, yeah. Well, I mean, first, and I'm going down PCH, so sometimes there can be a rough patch. So if it gets a little rough, I'll clear it in in, uh, a quarter mile, just to preface it with that. Uh, 928s, I always thought were cool. The 928Ss are kind of inching up. Maybe a clean one is, you know, 50, 65 grand for a really nice um, version of one. This is insane, but I think this is all, and you guys tell me what you think, but I, I think with with inflation and with China, and maybe this is a Maybe this is a dumb guy's version of Bitcoin. Like, maybe the people who are a little freaked out about Bitcoin or don't understand it, maybe this is their next move. Put it into a piece of memorabilia, you know, uh, put it into a Banksy painting or something like that. Do you guys feel like that's the way the wind is blowing? I mean, you've seen it with McQueen stuff. You've seen it with Newman yeah. stuff, right? I mean, you know that better than anyone. You know what he, Newman gear is going for, but you know it's it's funny. Dad, you Senna, Senna, Senna helmets are pulling money. Shoot, I know Schumacher helmets are pulling money. I mean, when when Dad, oh TK's walking in the yeah. room. Oh TK Woo. helmets are probably pulling money See, these Tommy days. Tommy Kendall helmets. <laughs> the, Tommy Kendall hairlocks is going <laughs> is, is going for big money. Those are even rarer. Yeah, TK helmets are rare. Um, Adam's in the car. He's, Adam's Adam's he, calling it in. He's Adam, phoning it in. Adam's huh? phoning it in. He's on the car. Fair he's enough. In the, car. the the question that actually Matt hey, just put, hey Adam was was about that you know. Nice. Always, uh, I, like I said to Justin, a thousand apologies. Uh, I hope to get there and shake your hand before you leave. You know, I'm a big <laughs> fan of both of you. Um, well, yeah, we were talking about the Tom Cruise 928 Risky Business car. Two million? Yeah, really? It was, it was like 1.98. So, yeah. yeah, basically it's two million bucks for that car. And we were basically saying, I mean, it's obviously not because it's a 928. Yeah. I mean, a cool enough it's car. It's got 10X the best 928 ever. Yeah, right? Uh, but does this – is this people kind of – I don't know, just – 
afraid of putting their cash in markets and things like that and putting it into something more tangible as an investment. People that invest in art and watches and obviously the car collections of the world. And, you know, like every time you go to the Peterson Museum, when they show their movies and TV cars, it's the most visited exhibits. Oh, yeah. So there's there's something there for it. But you don't get to $2 million on this car without two or three people bidding on it, right? Obviously, you need at least two that's driving up the price. Is it because it's Tom Cruise memorabilia? No no question. You know, it's it, you hit the nail on the head. There's all these dollars chasing rare items, to, you know, yeah. and, you know, there's a, there's a lot of money sloshing around. But just like, you know, you know there's only X number of Picassos or Giacomo. Uh, when the Giacometti bronzes and so forth. And for car people, they're like, I don't like that. I, I like the car. And so yeah. um, it takes – it's amazing. If there's one person, the thing would have sold for 115000 yeah. If there's yeah. two, it goes for $1.9 million. But you just, you just must look at it, Matt. Can you imagine sitting there – the next day, staring at uh, at a lovely nine two eight, which is you know, which is a very nice shape, like a kind of egg, you know, yeah. with a little spoon sticking out the front. I mean, Dad had one; he had one of four with hidden when, hidden when, headlights that aren't hidden. hidden. Headlights. When, yeah. when Dad was racing for Porsche, they gave him and Stuck and X and Mass. I think um, they all had a white nine two eight S with no markings at all, a blue printed engine, special suspension, and Dad. Uh, it was super freaking quick, and Dad sold that like five years ago, um, or maybe ten years ago, and I think he rused that this morning. But you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. even his as who he is, and there was only four of those. That by that ratio, what's that worth? You know, he's not Tom Cruise, and it wasn't risky business. It has to be half a million, right? You yeah, know? Well, I mean, it's I think got, he it's got, got sixty be, grand for it. You know, it's got to be something. Look, we bring it up because uh, Adam and I talk all the time about. You know, like we will go into some of these collector car auctions, the RMs and the Goodings, and we'll see pretty good money for a Senna helmet, you know, a Schumacher helmet. McQueen stuff goes crazy. But a lot of times when entertainment crosses over to the motorsports world, the car world, it doesn't really resonate, you know. Uh, an, an Elton John Cadillac, you know, in, in at, at RM in, in Europe gets – Three percent more money than the normal Cadillac yeah. would be. Like it's not like a huge amount, but this one really kind of stood out. And as somebody, Adam, who owns a Tom Cruise racing helmet and a Tom Cruise driving suit from his days of racing with Paul Newman, and now the car, the two forty uh, SX uh, Tom Cruise racing car, I woke up, saw the news on the nine twenty. I was like, "This is the best day ever for you, Adam." <laughs> well, I. I agree, although uh, I will uh, come down to earth by explaining what I just went through and why <laughs> I'm not there in person momentarily. But I do, yeah, Matt, you're totally right. You know, they sell Paul McCartney's Ferrari, and it doesn't get a penny more than those than a car that was owned by uh, Joe Blow, or for Justin, I think Joe Blocks. I had an English girlfriend once who told me the Joe uh, John Doe in England was called Joe Blocks. Oh, uh, she side, must have been really trying to get rid story. of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't. Is this Tom Cruise or is this the movie? Because I think this is movie memorabilia, which is going insane right now. Unless the Tom Cruise car and more the movie car. I think okay. it's kind of a confluence because you've got 
you know, Porsches are going nuts right now. Yeah. And and it's, you know, it, it, the movie's the biggest part of it. Ferris, the Ferris Bueller Ferrari, that was a replica and it sold, you know, it would yeah. sell for a lot of money. So, you know, yeah. it's one of these things. Paul McCartney had a Ferrari, but he wasn't known for having a Ferrari. No one knew it except right. that, you that's know, right. if you run the thing. So it's it's weird. I mean, that's that's the fun, I guess, of all this, whether it's that or just, you know, when you're looking at bring a trailer, you know, it's it's trying to figure out, is this the top? Am I, have I figured something out that no one else has? And then... Most people don't act on it, and then they get confirmation six months later, and they're like, I knew it, but you didn't know it. Yeah, you didn't do so, it. you're right. So Paul McCarty could own a Ferrari. Nobody really knows, or they just assume he's got 30 of them over his lifetime. So having one of the McCartney Ferraris probably doesn't do much. So it's maybe you're right, Adam. It's more the movie. But talk about an iconic car and Ferraris. What do you think something like Sammy Hagar's I Can't Drive 55 – Video because he still owns that car, and he would never get rid of it. But that car, eighty I, stuff is is coming. I mean, look, and look what's happened with going, but, I mean, and, yeah. it, that's where the car was the star of that video of his biggest song, arguably ever. Right, so something like that would be a massive amount. I mean, I guess it all goes down to personal taste as well, and who you're into. Because I mean, I'd like that car, but I, I don't know if I'd whip out my wallet for millions for it because yeah. there's other cars they would <laughs> i mean if you want to play a little game here what movie would what movie car or entertainment car famous car would you go for because all of us must have different things i mean obviously the bullet mustang when you look at that you go that must be pretty priceless but it wasn't priceless no it had no, a price at it some had a point. price yeah actually i don't think the price was as good as they thought no, it was I don't think be. It was, <laughs> yeah i think it was i think it was a little under four million bucks yeah for some reason for that bullet car that car's also a hunk of shit when yep. you see yeah. it in real life. <laughs> no, it's called Patina, Adam. It's yeah, Patina. No, it's, 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 oh, yeah. Not when it comes new that way. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, it was just a thought that we were. I wanted to get into before uh, while we had you on the phone. Oh, 968s. Let's bring that up. Yeah, not nice. even famous 968s. Apparently, there weren't many 968Ss, I guess it is. Yeah. And I heard 800 grand, seven, 800 grand. No. Yep, yep, yep. For one of the rare edition ones that they did and um, it must be pretty rare because nine six eights are pulling well i'll tell you what, a half thousand dollars on bring a trailer <laughs> there's there were only actually i might be getting this there were four race cars ever built okay. one of which i raced and okay. you know i think it's a question in the porsche world i've said it in every car every mark the guns sort of retarget right do you remember 15 years ago if you said you were going to buy a 912 people would have been like why do you want to buy one of those I mean, literally, the other I was ones told, no one wants. Why I was told, don't buy one of those yeah. by yeah. a Porsche guy. Now, I mean, so the guns sort of, the collector guns target, don't they, to the next concentric right. circle outwards. Well, I, I think, think we just cracked the code. The reason the 968s, that S, is because you drove one. Oh, it's oh, like Tom Cruise. Yeah. I say, <laughs> okay, I'm going to sell the underwear I was wearing that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to take it to the right auction, right? Yeah. Like, now, before we go any further, you guys were started, I got... Uh, an email that this time had changed. Should I feel like some, there's a conspiracy that they we said, were, we're not going to tell him why we're going to tell him it's later and then we're going to start early? Do you so, know why? Because they knew you'd be late. So actually, they <laughs> it should be the other way around. Changed. They shouldn't have changed it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Here's well. a, nine, nine, a 1993 9.6 Turbo S. 800, $792,000. Boom. Thank you very $800, much. $800,000 for that thing. But Okay, but that's not even... That's not a racing that's not car. Race that's car. not. No. It's not a race car. That's okay. just. All right. All right. Well. 
See, I have. I've driven one. It's I not eight hundred thousand dollars for the car. <laughs> I have the rarest Mustang ever, and it's just gotten back to what I paid for it in nineteen ninety five. That's it's right. The, yeah, the Cobra R. You have a ninety five Cobra R, and it's it's rarer. It's probably rarer yeah. than that car. Yeah, and the ninety three Cobra Rs are pulling some coin. Yeah, how is it that I got the only one that is, not, is super rare and no one cares? You got to wait it out. Just wait it out. Thirty <laughs> more actually, years, TK. You've actually got to let Adam drive it. Oh. That's it on this ah. way to it, and then it, then it'll be really worth like ten or twelve yeah. percent more. Well, Adam, you could drive it and call in to the show, and then that way it's verified, mm-hmm. right? So- can I tell you guys? Well, a couple things. First, Tommy, I'm going to repose this question to you in a, in a topsy turvy world with China and Joe Biden and and inflation. Do you think? Cars are becoming the sort of blue-collar Bitcoin, like guys that are scared to go in on Bitcoin are putting them into cars and memorabilia and that kind of stuff. Without a doubt. I mean, what's happened with Porsches and certain, you know, it, it, it is weird, as we just talked about, but there's no question that it's an asset class now. Um, you see these prices that are going crazy, and... You know. And it's way more fun than Bitcoin. And yeah, an I mean, NFT. You don't even get anything. Yeah, <laughs> or, or even art for that matter. I mean, I, yeah. art's fun to look at, but this is stuff that you can, you know, you can work on. You can drive. You can rub on it. You can share it. You can, you know, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. And when yeah. it goes down by twenty percent in three days, you can you can still drive it, right? You could still Actually, drive it. it won't go down as fast. No, it won't. No, it's not as liquid no, no. a market. Uh, let's talk about Good Guys. It's the Good Guys Rod and Custom Association, and it's coming to Del Mar, California for the 20th McGuire's Del Mar Nationals at the Del Mar Fair- Fairgrounds, October 1st through the 3rd. There's over 2,500 classic cars and trucks on display with an autocross, a burnout competition, and vintage dragster exhibition. There's a huge swap meet with hundreds of cars for sale, and uh, bring the whole family. There's live entertainment, there's a model and pedal car display, and a free kids' zone. If you haven't been to the Del Mar show, it is massive. You definitely want to check it out. It's such a great location, too. You know, tickets go on sale now at goodguys.com. It's good-guys.com. Kids six and under are free. But if you use promo code CARCAST, you'll get $5 off your ticket. Goodguys.com, promo code CARCAST. Hey, guys, let me tell you about GEICO real quick. Whether you own your home or rent your home, either way, it can be a lot of hard work. But you know what's easy? It's bundling your policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And that's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home already. So just go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the Torque show as well. Les, Adam, you've got other things on your mind? No, but I, I just feel... Uh, like I should share this quick story as to why I'm not there. But uh, uh, I'm doing some work in a condo in Malibu. It involves a staircase and fabricating a steel platform and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I did all the work. We did all the work, a lot of the work on Monday, and then I came back today. And, of course, they took all the tools back to the shop and left all the tools back at the shop. <laughs> so I had to loosen up these nuts that were tightened down with a torque wrench 
that were in uh, not an impact wrench, not a torque wrench, and they were up like in the ceiling, and there was no space to get your arm, and all I had was a set of old-school pliers, <laughs> and I had to just blindly reach up. But you could imagine how many times I cursed oh, the yeah. guys who took the socket back to the shop and left it there. Did you get them all off, or are there some round now? I I I got them I got them loose and that's a, that's all I needed to do and yes in the uh, in the process did round over a few like when is the last time you really won at a nut with a pair of old school <laughs> pliers? No, you, that's when you. I actually discovered Adam. It's funny. I my son and I were doing something at home uh, over the uh, back at Easter and I looked. I said mulberry grips. That's what I need. Where's the mulberry grips? And I looked in the bottom of my old tool case, and I had a you know old fashioned pair of those. I think I got from my grandfather. Those are freaking. What genius. is that? Is that? Don't you know, you, it's the clip the where vice, you, the vice, the vice and then it, okay. it has the tensioner on the bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And once it comes on, it's not letting go, right? Yeah. And that was the answer to all all your prayers, yeah. really. That little. What do you call them here then? Vice grips. Vice grips. Vice grips. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty dull. Well, name. they're also. They're also locking pliers because vice grip is like Q-tip. Okay. Yeah. Cotton swab, Brand you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Uh, no, mulberry grits, once you've gone there, it's it, there's no coming off. Right. Yeah. Adam, here's the question for you. So when they go back to reinstall the platform, what are the chances the guys you're working with that I know – reinstall the same bolts that you mangled and removed as opposed to go get new ones? Well, there's no chance because I just had to loosen it up and <laughs> so we could flex it. I will, I'll spare you all the details. It's just you had to picture the look on my face when I said, uh, give me the deep socket and the ratchet. I'm going to loosen these things up. And everyone just looked at me and said, there's no tools here. We took them all back. <laughs> now, is this a personal project, or are you filming this? No, no, Adam's working on some other guy's house. It's, it's a side gig. Side hustle? <laughs> yeah. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, it is. Uh, no, you know, it is funny. I did have this weird fantasy, because they're building, and they're framing a house down the street from my house, and I heard them this morning framing away on it, and I had this thought this morning, which is if I walked onto that job site, I think I'd be good for like twenty three bucks an hour <laughs> framing. Yeah. I could do that if you bought some tools of your own. If you had some tools, <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's been some technology uh, improvements in the tool deal. I watched them build the platform for Pebble Beach. Yeah, with the decking nails that are in a string, it's like a gun, and they just go. Yeah, it's almost like a nail gun, but with screws. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Adam. We're, yeah. Adam and oh. I were digging into yeah. some of the prefab stuff a while ago, and Goldberg, who I do the show with as well, this morning we were chatting, and he's building a twenty thousand square foot garage gym facility on his property in Texas, and the biggest task is the foundation because he's in the middle of nowhere on two hundred acres. They have to bring in all the power and the water and the well and all that stuff. That's the that's the year long task because it's all rock and every time you have to dig a trench 
But he's like, I can't wait because when this garage comes in, the whole thing goes up in three months. Whoa. It's it's prefab. It's built like it's it's been designed and planned and everything fits together the way it's supposed to be. Uh, there's no like holes in the wall for conduit. And it was a mistake. So they drill another hole six inches below it so they can get the, you know, an outlet at the right height. Like none of that's happening, right? I mean, this super garage is just going to go up in three months with a 2,200 square foot loft with a gym in it. I want to I want to get a, a ruling from economist Adam Carolla. So if everything's cheaper and more efficient, why is everything more expensive? Yeah, right. Everything's more expensive. Yeah, yeah. The screws, Tommy, you're talking about are called collated screws. The ones that come on the bandolero belt. <laughs> by the way, that's just uh, collated. Collated. Okay, good to know. Well, on oh, yeah, I was thinking about I I was. I thought I needed to go to Ikea, and I knew it was next door to get something for my daughter. So I went into Ikea to find this chest of drawers just, you know, around the corner here. And um, everything was not available. Not available. I was Not available right now. I'm looking around going, what is going on? Well, it's all on container ships. friend of ours that's in, you know, Sean Lee. Yeah. You know, Sean, you know, he's in the shipping business, freight business. He said there's... 50 ships outside Long Beach right now, they can process 13 a month, uh, 13 a week, and there's 20 arriving a, a week, a month or whatever. It's like there's no way to Yeah, to, they're to sitting out in. there in the water. You're going to have no. to swim out there to get your yeah. your your IKEA desk. No. A <laughs> couple, cars, couple cars missed Pebble Beach because of uh, shipping uh, oh, yeah. issues like that. But it was even worse. Yeah. The guy, can you imagine this, Adam? He's... One of the the top guys from like Hong Kong, it w- and it wasn't uh, Chip Connor, but you know one of the top guys from Hong Kong. His car's been on the water for six weeks, and no one can tell him where it is. <laughs> I'd be swimming out there. I'm wow. sure it's cheaper to get a boat out there yeah. and figure it out yourself. So he went to uh, the auction on Friday night, dropped down three or four mil, bought something else, and got a late entry uh, into the concourse. Pebble were like. You know, he we'll bought a Bugatti Grand Prix car so yeah. that he could have something on the lawn. And they're like, yeah. we don't do this. He's well, extraordinary circumstances. I, I bought this car last night because I want something on the field. Yeah. So, so in Monterey, his car didn't show up. So he went to the auction, bought Poor a $3 thing. million dollar Bugatti, drove it over to the lawn and said, enter. Just because he doesn't want, you know, he wants to, he, you know. He, He's there. His goal was to be on the lawn and he, he, he made it happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of on the lawn, uh, Justin, Tommy, you guys walked the lawn, I'm, I'm assuming, as Matt and I did. Did you see that Cobra, the uh, extended wheelbase uh, Cobra race car that was uh, built by Ken Miles? and uh, It was uh, Peter Klute brought it out. Peter Klute. Oh. Peter, Peter Klute brought it from Legendary Motor Cars. And it's the one-off, like, hand-built... Ken Miles Cobra, and it's like an extended wheelbase Cobra. No, I that did was not an unjudged car, right? That uh, was in the unjudged. I don't think it was judged. Possibly was it? Was how, it how much longer was it? Um, I don't remember. What was the specs it, it, on that? It was, I think the story was is it was built on a Daytona, a, a Cobra Daytona platform. And it also had like a 390 or something. Oh, it was aluminum. In it, an aluminum engine. It, it, it's beautiful. It's like it's like the best looking, coolest Cobra you've ever seen. Whoa! Um, but it, and it, 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 yeah, go ahead. It's sort of I, well. I would say when you see a Cobra in street trim, and then you see a Cobra in race trim. 
it looks cooler in race trim. It's the same difference between a race trim Cobra and this Cobra. Like, this mm. Cobra takes it to the next level. Wow. Uh, yeah. No, actually, I didn't. Uh, I mean, there was no. a lot of people out. We, you know, our show went, our live stream went live at about uh, noon. So, you know, we, do, I had a pretty good walk around, but. Um, yeah, same. You know, we had to kind of do some focusing on some of the cars we were going to talk about. I got stuck at the 917s. And the, the, the C and of 917s. And the other car that stood out was the ATS 2500 GT. Whoa. If you guys have seen this yeah. car before. Yeah. Very, very cool car. Uh, and we were talking about it on the way to Monterey quite a bit. And we're like, why doesn't anybody have one of these? We never see it. And then we walk out of the lawn and there's one there. <laughs> Adam's mind popped a gasket. Let me tell you something about this uh, this Cobra. It was a Ken Miles pet project. He used every trick in the book. He got it down to 1,600 pounds with a 500 horsepower all-aluminum Ford 390. It had 58-millimeter uh, Webers on it. Uh, the chassis was stretched three inches and lightened. The backbone, uh, it says backbone-style substructure was the same as the Daytona Coupes, and a super lightweight one-off body was made. Uh, the car had Heim Giant A-arms. It had GT40 brakes, uh, just a lot of a lot of uh, parts bin stuff that they had, and they were able to put this thing together. And just it was arguably the fastest, lightest, most powerful, probably the most beautiful Cobra that Jeez. they made. And uh, oh, we lost Adam. Yeah, he's in the dip on the PCH. Yes, that but, is what's so cool about this. You know this you know hobby. Yeah, the the stuff that I'll that, show you this. that can, an Instagram. I'll show you guys. I mean, how many are lost forever that no one even remembers? And and you stump like look at that. Wow, it's. I mean, that you. I mean, you're right, TK. There's. Remember that was an era when people just did shit to cars. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, well, they and now we go, oh, look at that! But there was no one was standing there going, "Don't, don't cut out that fender with mm-hmm. those big metal cutters." They were like, "Well, I want to. I need to put bigger tires on it." You know. Yeah. And you well, just look, did it. You, you go into any really good, you know, custom shop, hot rod shop. You know, the guy is always working on his car, right? Mm-hmm. You could go over to Bodie Stroud's shop for the longest time, and he's building cars for Adam and Tim Allen and all these cool cars. And then, you know, in his head, he's like, oh, "I want a '56 Ford pickup truck," and he ends up making a chassis and doing a whole thing. And it's that, and that's a cool car, but. It's that by Ken Miles and and the guys there. So their little shop side project ended up being this stretched wide body Cobra Jeez. worth who knows what. Well, the other thing you have, it's a little different now with the monocoque cars that are carbon that, are, that you can't really modify. But, you know, for the longest time, a three-year-old race car is not worth anything. Yeah. Everyone's on to the next thing. And so someone, some of them get cut apart. Some of them get towed into the yard. Some, you know, and so... Um, some of them, you know, the, the ones that j- didn't get modified, didn't get ruined, and just get preserved somehow and then rediscovered. But that is, I mean, that is... is it's uh, cool. We, we don't have a picture of the back, but, you know, the back has the flip gas cap. Mm-hmm. And it's actually recessed. Instead of sitting on top of the trunk, mm-hmm. it's in a hole a few inches. There it is. There's the back. See it? Yeah, and it kind of yeah, shows you incredible. the scale now of, of how it works. So, did we get Adam back? Is that what he... I can hear a hum. Yeah, I'm back. Okay. Hey, Adam, have, Hi. You, have you... Yeah. I was going to say, have you been to the uh, Shelby Museum in Denver? Yes. 
Jeez. Three times. <laughs> I tell you, I did a show with, with Haggerty last year, and I was just driving out yeah. there, and we went out to one of the stops was the museum, and my jaw could have hit the floor. I mean, it just yeah. I had no clue that existed. I had no clue that those cars, you know, some of those cars even existed. Yeah. Um, but you, the reason I bring it up was that Ken Miles, did they show you the door and everything? Yeah. Ken Miles' door from the, his accident, you know, that killed him. And uh, it was kind of chilling because they have the dashboard. And, of course, he went under the – I mean, he, he – I, I think, he, you know, to coin a phrase, he lost his head. You know what I mean? And he, yeah. he was – I mean, the dashboard was there. That Obviously, he had gone under. Uh, I yeah. found it compellingly chilling, you know? It, it is. But – it's a fantastic, fantastic museum. museum. But, no, but you wouldn't know that was his door if you were standing, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just yeah. up on a shelf. But, you know, right at the end they showed me that and it was uh, – they've, uh, they've got our film Shelby American playing on the, yeah, on, on the rerun going in there all the time. They're actually – I think they're one of like our top sellers of the DVDs. <laughs> they just – everybody that comes in, they see the movie, they sell the DVD. So thank you to the, those guys. We love that about them. Uh, let's talk a little bit about yeah, the Torque show. Yeah, Adam, go ahead. Bye. My uh, my recollect I I was there I don't know five five months ago probably and I, I brought my son with me and we're just standing in a sea of Daytonas and GT40s and you know Cobras with tons of race history and I said to my son just walk around and you pick out the car you think is the most valuable. And uh, he looked around for a few minutes, and he walked over to a bone stock AC Bristol or just AC car, like a street car, meaning the one from the one from England with the four banger in it before Shelby, you know, shoehorned the two sixty and then two eighty nine and then four twenty seven into it, but. Out of those, out of all the cars that were there, he walked to the most least valuable <laughs> vehicle in that entire place and pointed at that car. So just, just so you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not necessarily in the veins of all the Corollas. <laughs> you must have been proud. He left Sonny there. He's still there. <laughs> yeah. He just left him there. I, I, I told him to wait in the car and, uh, <laughs> The rental car was more valuable than the one he pointed at. <laughs> That's why. Now it's. Uh, but speaking of race cars, I want to know about Tommy's RX Seven and what the status is. And yeah, we thought you were going to show up in Monterey with it. it. Yeah, the status. Well, to be honest, I need to check on it because <laughs> um, it got rerouted on its way home from Monterey in nineteen. It was supposed to go back to Michigan to Dan Binks's place. And John Doonan, who was with Mazda at the time, says, Hey, could we get that to headquarters? We want to scan it. Someone wants to do a, a model. I said, Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he says, I'll I'll make sure it gets back to Michigan. Then they took it to seven stock at, at California Speedway mm-hmm. and it's at the headquarters. But now John Doonan's the president of IMSA and it dawned on me the other day, I said, I wonder where that car is and uh He's if, probably wondering the same I, thing. And I'm gonna go ask for it and they're gonna be like, Oh, that's that's our car. Yeah. So uh to be honest, it's it's at I believe it's in Irvine at Mazda headquarters and uh but I haven't seen it for a little while. Now, when you're out of space you don't exactly you know not in a rush I'm not in a rush yeah. to get it back, but I don't want to lose track of it. Yeah. Adam left his Ferrari once at uh, Leno's garage for like a year. Was it a year? Maybe. <laughs> I could have been. Well, it ran out of gas. It ran out of gas. And also, it stood out because it was the only one there. 
It was the only Ferrari it was the in only, that place. It was the only Ferrari yeah. there. And every time uh, they did the Tonight Show, Leto would bring it up on the air, like not as a joke. He's like, oh, Adam, good to see you. They do the whole interview. He's like, by the way, come by and pick up your car. Pick up your Ferrari on the air in front of millions of people. And Adam would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what was it that you were saying about uh, leaving the car there? It's the best place, right? It's like leaving your, it's like leaving your kid at, at Disney World. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'll just tell Bernard to put a fresh coat of carnauba on it, and I'll pick it up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, when he finishes messing with that bus. The bus. It's still the bus. The, every time you walk in on a Saturday, that flipping bus is there. It's, and, I mean, it is massive. I know, but it? he needed to kind of get his head off of the, the side hack motorcycles for a minute because he built that one, and then it caught on fire, like, right after testing, and... Kind of broke his heart a little bit. I, I and think his he was accident like, as well. He's, yeah, it's been a rough. It's rough been a little rough. Him. So he switched to a bus, which is probably yeah. I don't know if it's safer, but because uh, I I think he's the the driver, not the monkey. Like no, the he's side, the driver. Yeah, he's, yeah, the driver. he's the driver. And then there's the monkey, the guy that sits on the the side hack and has to shift his weight around and just hold on for dear life. You know, uh, the guys in the Ryan in the booth has no idea what I'm talking I, about. I wouldn't do that in a million years. <laughs> no idea. Not a million years. You, all of your trust is in the guy driving. Well, I mean, I actually, <laughs> funny if we leaning the wrong way could be the subject of, of a book of my life, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my dad and I were talking the other day, Adam, we had a really funny moment. We had a, a, a windy road up to our, uh, my grandma's house in the middle of our farm where dad, you know, started racing and everything at Goodwood. And the other day we were reminiscing and my poor 21-year-old brother is like, I think my brother and my dad are freaking mad, you know, because we're talking about all the wrecks we'd had and all this. And he's so smart and intelligent. He's really not a bell. You know, he's going, he graduated <laughs> from Purdue and he's got a, he just got a job at the Stock Exchange. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, New wow. York Stock Exchange. Yeah, first job um, um, through, you know, yep. him. Anyway, so uh, we were talk- reminiscing. I was riding my motocross bike around the farm. We were down, and David Purley, if you remember David Purley, <laughs> Lek Formula One driver, he, amazing guy. Anyway, real character. He had a BMW, like 1100 road bike, and he said to, to us, oh, you should, you should you know, take the bike up the road. And we oh, that's nice. We're stealing all our motocross gear. So we jumped on it. I'm on the back. I'd never actually been on the back of a big bike. And I knew the road to the, to the, up to the farm. You lean right, you lean left, you mm-hmm. lean right. There was a rock in the road. Dad leant left. I knew it was going right. I'd never, I didn't know you should follow the rider. So I leant right, of course, which meant we went straight, right? Yeah. And then Dad did what anyone should do as they cross a stubble field on an you know, 1100 road bike. You had to just give it gas <laughs> to try and <laughs> clear the ditch that we were about to yeah. hit. And when we hit this freaking ditch... Apparently, according to an eyewitness, Dad, of course, nosedive straight in. I just did the most perfect, like, 360 through the air, ended up on my ass in the, in, in the mud. Um, thank God I was wearing all my gear. And uh, anyway, the moral of the story is, How you know, were you in the right way. I was 14, and okay. I just flew. I flew. We so you were light. Up. You were fine. I was, but it was actually very graceful. But I guess it is the, me- you know, the metaphor <laughs> is, is, you know, the, the, the moral is lean the right way. Yeah, know? right. Lean, lean, lean with the, the driver. Right lean, lean with the, the driver. Right <laughs> and that's what happens to Bernard with his, you know, when he had a big accident. Yeah. He went one way, the guy went the other, and it doesn't work. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, being the navigator the in a rally time. car is tough, but being the navigator in a rally car is tough. Being the monkey on a sidecar oh on God. a race, I mean, come on. <laughs> Plus, they have to call you the monkey. Well, uh, Adam, you are saying. Especially, yeah, well, especially with Bernard's 
ponytail flopping in your face every time you lean over to his side of the bike. A little bit of sweat rolling down it. That would make me lean the other way, too. Right? Yeah. There's no way you could follow him with that thing tickling your beak the whole time. I hope it is. The, the last thing you'd think is, I hope that is his hair, his ponytail. <laughs> yeah, who knows when. Um, okay, so I know I've said this nine times already. Let's talk about the Torque Show. The Torque Show is... The uh, the nice little streaming live talk yeah. show that you put together, it seems like years ago now, and it was supposed to be just sort of live streaming at some IMSA races and the great commentating that you guys do together. And now it just seems like it's blown up into all sorts of events and interviews and uh, it just uh, uh, like Pebble Beach. Yeah. And, and you guys are going to Audrain uh, yeah, Concord week. next week. Tell me a little bit about how this got started. Well, well, he's the rider and I'm the monkey. No, no, no. no. <laughs> really? Because right uh, before he got here, you called him the monkey. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, big freaking monkey. <laughs> he walks like one. When, when you when you when you're as smart as the two of us, you believe that you're you know you're not the monkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. um, you know what it was? Is it was funny when uh, Tommy was in the in the booth doing the IMSA races and mm-hmm. Le Mans and stuff, and I would always be in the pit lane, which is what I like doing. It was. Uh, especially when they went what they call remote. So he was in a studio, you know, having in Charlotte, in Charlotte, having Subway takeout sandwiches. Yeah, with the, air with conditioning, the and he's but at Elkhart Lake, and I'm he's at Elkhart Lake, Lime Rock, doing all this. So I mean, believe me, the pit yeah. lane was a place to be. But everyone used to say, you know, God, you and Tommy should have a show because you know we were the only two irreverent people, and as you know, Adam, so much of that sports commentary, if you want, is so dry and people are driven down you know by the producers in you know awfully fitting suits and gold buttons like (laughs) thinking that that you have to do it a certain way so we knew we had a break and there was a funny moment when uh, i had i was already under contract with michelin for some other stuff and i knew that with in 2019 they became the sole tire provider to to the whole imsa series uh, instead of weather tech sports car championship and the, M- the the TV broadcast was going to NBC, so from from uh, f- uh, Fox, Fox. Fox, and it was funny. It's a bit like being in a race team because you know you think you're going to go with the with the broadcast crew, and and everyone's going. Oh, then you know they'll tell you they'll give you a nod or a squeeze on the shoulder, and there was no squeezing of shoulders <laughs> or no nods. And I kept on saying, "Where's Justin? Hey, he's still in the pit. Just leave him there. Yeah, just leave him there." <laughs> so we worked out probably that we weren't going to get hired, which you called fired. Um, but we weren't hard to be fired, but we weren't hard, that's sure. I got gotcha. you. Well, when you've been doing it for 10 years and you don't go over, that you're it's, being fired. It's fired. It's okay. <laughs> so we came up with the idea of the show, and, and you know we hit the ground running in 2019 so well, and we had this Airstream, and, and, and it's the studio inside, and uh, it really captured the, the fan base there. And it was really to connect the dots between being on site you know, with all those fans, engaging with them, and then – really doing what sports cars has always struggled to that is take the message from the racetrack to the road you know and the Mm -hmm. the normal fans and i think we did a great job and we ended the year doing the ordrain uh motor week and that was huge for us that in their inaugural year and then 2020 happened so like all of us you know everyone got flum you know stumped by that but we'd only just got going so you know uh, this year has been a hybrid year we've only been to a few races we've done every race as a live stream um multiple shows a weekend right just remotely now remotely and we did daytona sebring both watkins Glen races and petite le mans will do but as tommy said yesterday we had a meeting 
because uh, we're pitching Michelin on Monday for, for next year, we've never had 2020 yet. So, you know, yeah. all the momo- momentum when you're looking at what we're doing is, is about 20, you know, trying to recapture the momentum. And, you know, we found a really nice place. Uh, I, I mean, we're, I think we, we work really well together. The, the drivers like it because we're kind of irreverent and we do our thing, yet with a mind to the sponsor. I mean, when you've got a big brand like Michelin, you can't go too off the reservation. Well, the TV windows are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And right. I mean, the story I always tell to illustrate, I mean, it was way before this, but my mom reads Auto Week cover to cover. She's followed my career. She consumes a lot of it. When she came through Vegas once, we had dinner with Jimmy Vassar, and she'd known of Jimmy Vassar, followed his career. After one night, she goes, he is so funny. He's so dry. He's got such a twinkle in his eye. None of that comes through. And so the whole point of what we're doing is, you know, the pre-race show and the post-race show used to be 30 minutes. Now they're two and a half minutes. And so we're like, the stuff they need to be doing more of, they're doing actually less of. And it's no different than what you guys do. You know, the, the, the cars by themselves are beautiful, but once you've seen them, you've seen them. And what animates them is the people that worked on them and, and you know, the rivalry, you know, Ford versus Ferrari and all yeah. the stories and the drama and the history. And so that's what we focus on. We, we don't really, you know, there's, there's plenty of places to get news and all this, but, you know, you go to the Amelia Island and you have the panels and you hear the stories from his dad and David Hobbs and these, and there's the ones you know really well and you, you've heard their stories before and you want to hear them again, but there's an, equal number or more of people that are just as interesting that no one's ever heard of. And so we're, we're you know, there's there's endless material to dive into that. And we're now branching into the Pebble Beach and, and the, more of the collector car world as well. So the the Torque Show is a, a live stream with commentary of the event, but then you bring in interviews and and stuff as well. So it's not just – it's not the race coverage per no, se. No, not at all. Nope. It's Basically, it's everything this side of the pit wall. You know, yeah. not the other side because that's handled really well by, you know, by the guys uh, who do the main broadcast. And you know, our thing is, as Tommy said, it's it's to tell the stories of people. I mean, one of the the examples I use is, you know, my daughter and I we were watching the the Olympics the other day, and you know, you fall in love because of the story with some fourteen <clears throat> year old snowboarder you'd never heard of, but now you know everything about her, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I'm rooting for you. I'm invested. Yeah. And, invested, and that doesn't happen in racing unless you know. That's the. I mean. In a minute, we should talk about the you know drive to survive or whatever. I mean, the Formula One thing has yeah. revolutionized Formula One, especially here in the states. Its popularity, and in our own way, we're trying to do that. And you know, but I do want to say Pebble Beach was was a jewel in the crown. I mean, we there everybody else wanted Pebble Beach. From Motor Trend had it, and I mean, all the big networks wanted to get Pebble Beach because it is you know the jewel in the crown. And Sandra Button, you know, we have a relationship going back, and she gave us a, a, a chance and. We said, you know what? This is the year to do it different. There's, there's never been a better time to change right. it because no one's been around for two years. So we did our chat show format, and people come on and have a really good time. And uh, you know, it, you know, it's like you get pe- you get yeah. people to look into their eyes. You can you and get them out of their com- not comfort zone, almost into their comfort zone, and we get some great stories. So it was big. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. And um, heading into Monterey, when you told me that you guys had sort of you had the exclusivity on it, we were very, very excited to hear that as well. So uh, always a great team, you guys do. Thank you on the Torque Show. We were even watching some earlier uh, today, uh, and it's fantastic. And like you said, it's 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 sort of this behind the curtain look of of these events, and especially the racing events that you don't normally get to see 
on TV, and if you do, you get a 90-second look at it, right? You just got just a, just a jump right before a commercial break. You get this little profile of oh. of who this guy is. but And, you know, I get it. What, That's what TV the, is now. But, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, can you imagine? I'm in the pits. He's in the booth. I'm at Le Mans, and we have – there's um, – uh, Dr. Ulrich from, from Audi, and it's his retirement year, and I've got the chance to chat to him, and I've hunted him down. He's in the pits, and he's a tough man to get hold of. It's, I don't know, three in the morning, so it's, you know, five at night here in LA, you know, six o'clock uh, West Coast time. And they say, you've got 45 seconds. All right, uh, Dr. Ulrich, it's been an amazing career. You changed the world of sports car racing. You know what I mean? You try and get it all in, and then they go, okay, get out, get out. We've got to you know drop the next question and i'll lay out and jump and ha- throw it back to the booth and they'll go well now we're following the cars going through the Porsche curves <laughs> and you go what on earth was that for you know they got, they got <laughs> right. this mindset of just these short punchy you know 45 second interviews and actually it left us wanting more so that was really you know it's what we do well and you guys do it better than anybody out there thank you so we appreciate that adam are you still on the phone I am, and I, I, I was just thinking, uh, yeah, you guys are great. You bring uh, you bring levity, you know, sense of humor. You, you know, you have the experience, you have the credentials, you have the background, and then you you both don't take yourself too seriously and have a great sense of humor. So it's it's, it's just a great combination. Well, thank you very much. I, I don't know quite how to respond to that, Adam. I mean, I've told this story before. You've you've insulted me better than almost anyone ever when we used to do <laughs> test drive together, and now that was that was like heartfelt praise. I'm not quite sure how to respond. <laughs> well, I that was a great know, episode. As we've said, people can be a little stuffy or a little o- overly serious, or you know, a little intense. And uh, you guys aren't, but you also have the expertise and you've been there and done that that's a that's a rare combination in motor racing but it's rare in in sports it's why people like charles barkley well and and thank you and and racing that's the other thing i mean i'm not sure there's a it used to be they locked the women and children up when the races came to town and so and then everyone just pretended this doesn't doesn't exist and so you know these are people that it's not as dangerous as it used to be, but back in the day, in his dad's era, you know, half of them, four or five of them, died every single year. And so, you know, to get the unvarnished version now, you know, with AJ Foyt, they're eighty; they can say anything and get away with it. But you know, there's there's some. I mean, really, it's a special type of person that does this. And so, you know, to to try to bring some of that out and not get canceled uh, is yeah, yeah. is a, is fun. You're right. I think when when we did. When we did the 24-hour war, there was uh, something about Enzo Ferrari just talking about how the drivers are expendable. Just get somebody in the car who's fast. And if they don't live through it, just get another driver. And it was like, what? <laughs> like, I, it, was, it was just about winning. Man. It was yeah. just about winning. We were at Bruce Meyer's garage last night. And obviously, you have a 935 as well. Ringer Vendazanda, who drives for Ganassi, was with us. And I opened the door and I, I said, watch this. And I pulled on the aluminum door bar that's yeah. you know, supposed to keep a car from coming. And it flexes. And there was a story, whether it's true or not, supposedly Frau Bear, who used to run all the Porsche drivers. She was the woman behind the fax machine at Porsche. And a bunch of the drivers were there, and I think it was one of the Whittingtons said to her, when are you guys going to go to steel roll cages? 
And supposedly she said, we have plenty of drivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? We have uh, Adam's 935. Uh, we took out the aluminum roll cage and put in a proper steel roll cage because he wanted Watch to drive it. But the aluminum one over there, like you pick it up with two fingers. Yep. And – they put a, they run oil through it as an yes. oil cooler. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so even if it did puncture, at least you're going to catch on fire and no, burn so yourself nice, yeah. immediately because <laughs> you're going to be covered in oil. But uh, yeah, it's kind of a kind of a crazy time back then. But you're right. Oh, because we just saw, I think it was up at auction one of the birdcage Maseratis. Yep, yeah. and, I've raced one of those, and just a gorgeous car, right? Yeah. Gorgeous and really cool yeah. piece. I know, but. It's but uh, <laughs> well, I actually, I actually. Re- hey, 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 Adam's hey, in the studio. Hey, 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 hey how hey. are you? I'm good. I don't know. I'm All right, let's do a hypothetical stoplight game. Here we go. Well, I'm in such a hurry tonight, but I'm gonna have to stop at this light. On the left, I got a van with big wheels. On the right, I got a pickup in teal. Van to the left of me, teal truck to the right, here I am, stuck at a light behind you. All right, we all know how bad Matt D'Andrio is at playing the hypothetical stoplight game, so let's give intern Ryan a shot. Ryan, you're trying to get some JB Weld, you're heading over to the Auto Zone, pick up that JB Weld crystal, uh, that JB Weld clear weld, the crystal clear drying adhesive, but you could pull it behind one of two lanes. You got the PT Cruiser. With the Rolling Dog Memorial or a Mercedes SUV with a smashed rear window? Ooh, I got to go Mercedes just based solely off the the mystique of the Mercedes. It seems like it'd be faster. No, I'm sorry. It's incorrect. Yeah, they're, uh, they're gun shy. They, literally, they, they've been a victim of, of almost violent crime. I look at this destruction of an automobile as a violent crime. And those people are traumatized, and they're just sitting there at the stoplight reliving this trauma, and they don't even notice the light change. So that's incorrect. Oh, nice try, Ryan. Let's, let's do another round. This one's going to be brought to you by J.B. Weld Quickwood, the wood repair putty stick. Now, you could pull up behind the new Ford Bronco, but it has the donut doors in their aftermarket because uh, due to safety issues, they couldn't really release those. So the new Ford Bronco with aftermarket donut doors or a DeLorean but it's decked out in the Back to the Future conversion kit. Ooh, uh, I got to go with the DeLorean, honestly, just to look at it. That's that's not necessarily the Sorry, no. (laughs) The the, the DeLorean is a slug. I mean, that car was 0 to 60 in, you know, 8.4 seconds before the guy strapped on all the PVC piping that he sprayed silver in his mom's garage and all the uh, dryer ducting, the lint ducting shit that he duct taped to the side of the thing. So that thing was already a slug. And now you put another four or 500 pounds worth of junk on it. Sorry, that thing's not getting anywhere. All right, Ryan, let's try one more round. This one's brought to you by Herculiner, the original DIY truck bed liner. You can either get behind a U-Haul pickup truck, empty, but in the back, but U-Haul pickup truck, or the Polaris slingshot, but the guy is wearing a helmet with the GoPro on. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I just can't get behind the U-Haul because I've seen my girlfriend drive it, and it's just so scary. So I just can't. I can't do it. I got to go with the GoPro guy. He seems professional. 
the Polaris guy? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry. No, the, the U-Haul truck. Now, see, here's the whole thing. The Polaris, that guy owns that vehicle. He's taking care of it. No slingshot starts. He doesn't want to bust the drivetrain. I don't know if that thing is belt-driven or chain-driven, or maybe it's got a differential. But either way, the you always go with the rental. The rental, that guy's driving the wheels off. That's not his rig. He doesn't care. He's just going to mash down his right foot and haul ass. And plus, the Polaris guy's got the beats cranked up so loud he doesn't even know where he is and he's high as a kite because everyone you you don't get onto one of those unless you've eaten some edibles and cranked up the zuby <laughs> well uh it is belt driven adam and sorry ryan better luck next time jb well is available at jbwell.com home depot lowe's walmart AutoZone, advanced auto parts napa o'reilly amazon michaels and more remember jb weld epoxy products are proudly made in the usa jb weld world's strongest bond yeah, you know, JB Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, Napa, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. I can't believe there's an and more. That's pretty much everyone. <laughs> Remember, JB Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. It's JB Weld, world's strongest bond. You, you slid up from PCH <laughs> oh into, into Glendale with like almost no, no weight. Oh, my God. Yeah, sorry. What but I got to see you in, in what, person. What time well, did that Odyssey start? Thanks for coming in. What time <laughs> did that today's Odyssey start? Um, I I got up. I drove my uh, daughter to school, and then I talked to my guys that were fabricating stuff up, and then I met them, and everything is always it's you know it's always a clusterfuck. But you gotta go. You gotta go do a show tonight. I gotta do three shows tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, in that? San Diego. It's, oh my gosh. Yeah. I know. Flying private. (laughs) Taking a bus. Yeah. (laughs) Like a tour bus. I got Mark Garagos is in Greece. I got to do a show with him. And then I got to do a show in the bus. And then I got to do two shows when I get to San Diego. Okay, but the tour bus doesn't have like fans on it. It's like you guys are doing a show from it, or are you? Yeah, it's like people? it's like one of those luxury buses, executive yeah. transport. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. is Mike August driving it? <laughs> I think we got a professional driver. I don't. I don't know. Tommy's okay. Tommy's available. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, can you handle it? Well, we'll get Bernard to drive the we'll bus. Bernard- <laughs> yeah, just watch out. Roll down a window. Have that ponytail coming out the back. <laughs> Tickling your nose. All right. Let me tell you about Lightstream. Credit card bills keeping you up at night. Double-digit interest rates. Be smart. Pay off the credit card balances with a credit card consultation loan from Lightstream. Rates start at 4.98 APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Rate is fixed, so it'll never go up for the life of the loan. Get a loan from 5000 all the way up to 100000 Absolutely no fees. Even get your money as soon as the day you apply. And just for my listeners, you apply now for a special interest rate, and uh, you get a discount and save even more. Only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash carcast. That is L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash carcast. Right, Chris? 
Subject to credit approval, rates range from 4.98% APR to 19.99% APR and include 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash carcast for more information. Air Med Care Network Health Insurance doesn't always cover the cost, the full cost, that is, of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with substantial copays and deductibles. Plan ahead in emergency. Air Med Care's network's highly trained crews provide air medical transport to the nearest and most appropriate trauma center. With an Air Med Care Network membership, you pay no out of pocket expenses for the flight. A AMCN membership covers your entire household for as little as 85 bucks a year. Secure your financial peace of mind. And by the way, CarCast listeners can get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. So take care of yourself and take care of your family. Visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash CarCast and use the offer code CarCast. That's Air Medcare. Network. We're done here. We're going to wrap things up. Guys, go to uh, thetorkshow.com to check them out. They live stream across all of the platforms at The Torque Show, right? Yep. Uh, you can check them out. And I believe the the website has the schedule of events. Is that what you Yeah, it, you know, pretty much it's the worst kept website in the world. But, you know, you can find out some stuff if you look hard enough. The, the, I mean, uh, basically, our Instagram at uh, the Talk Show Live is where we do most of our. Promotion. The shows air on Facebook, our Facebook Live, and then they also on NBC's Track Pass. The 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 show right before the race on the yeah. IMSA weekends airs on NBC Track Pass. And just a little plug: this is going to be going to television as well at some point. I thought I saw that on your they website. Got, well, do you know what the funny thing is? You'll you'll relate to this. We can make more money being free, say what on earth we want, when we're nowhere near television. We go near yeah. television and we get told, we really want to do it with you. You're so good. You should do it just like this. We go, right. actually, we're really yeah. happy over yeah. here. Yeah. 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 Autonomy. All right, yeah. let's yeah. wrap things up. Guys, thank you so much. Well, thank Until you. Until next time, keep the air and the spare in the bag of the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting, you want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at Geico. That is geico.com today. That's geico.com. Pluto TV is playing the biggest movies every night this summer for free. Watch hit movies like The Matrix, G.I. Joe Retaliation, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Scary Movie, Runaway Bride, and more all summer long. Check out the biggest stars like The Rock, Keanu Reeves, Tom Cruise, Julia Roberts, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and more. 
Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of free TV channels in English and Spanish featuring TV shows, news, sports, comedy, and more, all for free. Download the free Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device, including Android and Apple smartphones. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.